Football Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Italian Football Podcast. I'm Carlo Garganese, joined as always by Nima Tavali. On today's show, we will discuss the new scandal engulfing Italian football, the betting scandal that has implicated Nicolo Fagioli, Nicolo Zaniolo, Sandro Tonali and many more players potentially to come. Um, we will do a deep dive on that, um, look at what's happened, what's going to happen next uh, and also some of the key talking points around that. We'll also review Italy's Euro 2024 qualifying win against Malta on Saturday and then preview the game against England at Wembley on Tuesday. For all our first-time listeners, this is our free weekly episode that we do every Monday reviewing the weekend Serie A action and all the biggest talking points in Italian football. If you want to support the Italian Football Podcast and receive all of our content that we do throughout the week, including a weekly Q&A episode every Tuesday, where we answer all the questions from our patrons, plus the weekly Thursday midweek review show, plus interviews, post-match reaction, and much, much more, then go to patreon.com slash TIFP and become a subscriber for just $2.99 a month, plus VAT. Uh, you can also now sign up to be a paid subscriber on Spotify and we'll provide the link in the description. It's the same price and same terms. Uh, for all of you that do listen on Spotify or on Apple, or on iTunes podcast, we'd really appreciate if you give us a five-star rating, give us a follow, give us a like, um, also on YouTube as well. Um, it really helps us to grow and do more quality content for you guys. So let's get into today's show. But first, a word from our sponsor. Making your own podcast is fun, but the production of podcasts can also be challenging if you don't have the right software. With Zencaster, the whole process is quick and straightforward. Here at the Italian Football Podcast, we aim to have the highest of standards, and Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and fantastic HD video quality. Furthermore, it's really easy to use. Even boomers like Carlo can manage. There's nothing to download, just one click, and we start recording each episode. Zencaster ensures that your podcasting experience is easy and enjoyable. You don't even have to leave your browser as it possesses all the tools required to get the episode done, from local recording to automatic post-productions. Go to zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code ItalianFootball, one word. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. We want you to have the same easy experiences that we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Okay, right. Only one place to start, and that is this betting scandal that has erupted. Um, it wouldn't be um, an international break without some kind of new scandal, <laughs> and um, we have one. Um, so just to, just to sum up um, what has actually happened, um, the Nicolo Zaniolo and Sandro Tonali were, were questioned by police on Thursday Uh, at the actually uh, with the whilst with the Italy squad uh, in relation to a, 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 an investigation into uh, illegal betting, and um, this is this comes after um, Nicola Fagioli, the Juventus midfielder, um, had already um, had already begun an investigation into into his role in the, in, the, in this betting scandal, um, and uh, so it's, it's led to Tonali and Zaniolo leaving uh, the Italy squad um, and they didn't play uh, against Malta. They won't play against um, England either. Now, what, what the, the, the players are accused of doing is using, uh, it's illegal betting, but using, uh, certainly in the case of Tonali and Zaniolo, using uh, illegal online betting platforms. Um, now, it's illegal for, for, for footballers to, to bet uh, And they're also accused of um, betting using illegal platforms. So these are uh, not licensed betting platforms, uh, and so, so which is which is illegal. It's basically uh, I don't know if totonero is the correct way to describe it. But well, it's, 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 it's dark. It's 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 it's, it's uh, look, unlicensed it's, it's, betting. Yeah, exactly. It's unlicensed betting online. I mean, they are in Italy. You can bet. Or you, gambling is legal if you you know if it's part of the um, if, if it's licensed um, uh, and, and and you have to get a license from the government and, and stuff like that. Um, but um, it's uh, it, it's basically uh, 
they they've they've used they've they've played uh, they, they've they've made bets on 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 sites online which are not uh, have not been licensed in Italy. We don't know yet if they've been betting on football, which is the most serious thing here, because if you bet on football, as in if you bet on um, you, you know, you, you're not allowed to. Footballers are forbidden from placing or taking bets, whether it's directly themselves or via family, indirectly, in competitions uh, that are organized under FIFA, UEFA, and the FIGC, which means they can't bet on football, period. Now, if it were to be shown that they have been betting on football, well, they can be banned for three years. Um, and that's that's what they're investigating now we just know that they've been betting that there's been a betting scandal but we're not we're not sure whether or not it's been on football or not and i think that really matters um if they've been betting on football well you know <laughs> goodbye i mean that, that is that's that's just not allowed um if they've been betting on just i don't know you know these online slot machines or whatever i, I don't i don't think it's going to be that serious not as serious at least Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. So that that kind of explains um, what 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 what's happened. The investigation is is ongoing right now. Yeah. Um, we should also specify that um, that Fabrizio Corona, who is uh, Corona, Corona. Sorry, Corona. The, I mean, if we're talking the, scumbags, I'm sorry, but if this man, I've I learned, I, I remember I learned about him the first time I saw a documentary about 22 years ago. This how, how how he operates. Well, this is someone who was when was it? He was sentenced to thirteen years in prison hmm. by the yeah. Italian Supreme Court. He didn't for, serve anywhere close to that. But, well, yeah. he didn't didn't. But he was for, for a myriad of offences, um, hmm. including lying and 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 you know uh, libeling people. Um, well, you know, those are the those are the, the least serious. <laughs> well, exactly. Blackmail. No, but I mean, we're talking about extortion. Extortion, exactly. That's what he does. I mean, the, the, in the documentary, he 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 was he basically takes photos of famous rich people, mm. then tells them, "If you don't pay me, I'm going to publish this photo." Yeah, he um, is. He's basically like a, like Jeffrey Epstein. He gets compromising <laughs> compromising photos of people uh, and evidence, and then he goes to the to the person and says, basically, "Well, do what I say, or pay me what I want, or uh, or." Hmm. Uh, this goes out in the, in the media, and it, uh, that often happened with footballers having affairs. Uh, yeah, and and he and he did that to a lot of a lot of a lot of players. Um, no, he did, and he also, you know, I, I remember in that documentary I saw he, the, the guy is completely psychotic. Um, he he used to say he. I remember this quote vividly from him in this documentary where he said, "I'm," and this is a quote by the way. I checked it again. He says. Um, I'm just like Robin Hood, where I take from the rich, but instead of giving to the poor, I keep the money. Yeah, that's called yeah. being a thief. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what that is. No, he he's truly insane. Um, and and uh, and this guy, this isn't the first. I mean, he 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 was the one who started this ridiculous notion that uh, Marcelo Brozovic and Juan Danara, when when Icardi and Brozo were inter, that they had a sexual affair, and and he got sued by both of them, and was was, was had to apologize and pay them damages. And it was and, a complete and, lie, complete lie, complete fabrication, um, which pissed every you know, which 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 obviously, conveniently he leaked when the whole situation with, with Icardi's captaincy was when he was stripped of it came out. No, we we are, we were talking about one of the vilest human beings. Uh, you know, and, and he's been thriving off of this because he he you know because he's he said all of this stuff, and some of it has come to pass. Now the Italian media are bringing him on in every single radio yeah, station and TV show. What, what is, I mean, as we've seen, sort of, as we've seen you know, elsewhere on this issue, and and it's like yeah. I don't. Well, as we've seen elsewhere in, in the last says, week, even now, yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, we, we just gonna have to wait and see what's happened. What has actually happened here? Have they bet on football, or have they been playing on online slot machines? Um, mm. I'm not making a defense for them because I think it's stupid. You do know you every human being, regardless of if they're a footballer or not, is responsible for for um, for, for understanding what the law is. Um, and and 
you know, and following that. It's as simple as that. Okay, Nima. So if you could, can you just give us um, an outline of, of what happens next in the, in the legal process here? Well, I mean, just briefly, uh, as always in these cases, the, the investigation has to be done. The, as in completed, the police have to, and their, um, the prosecution and the police have to kind of go through all the material and, and feel that they're happy with, with whatever investigation, you know, in terms of asking, you know, interviewing people, questioning people, putting it all together. And once they're satisfied with that, hand it over to, to the prosecution who then proceeds. And then, of course, the, the, the suspect in question has to respond. Uh, there's reports suggesting, for example, with Fajoli that he's looking to plead bargain because, obviously, I think with Fajoli, I think we've understood that he has a gambling addiction. Um, it seems very clear that he we're dealing with someone who's battling addiction here. Um, in his case, I think it's been very, very obvious that that is the issue. Um, but but again, it depends. You know, so we have to see what the investigation concludes and what they come come to, and and what the prosecution decides based on the evidence that he, he that, that that you know what's the situation. I just pray and hope that they have not bet on football. That they've not been stupid enough to bet on football games. That we're just basically talking about playing, I don't know, poker or blackjack or whatever. Um, that's what I'm hoping in this situation. That, that that's what's happened. Because if they've played, if they've bet on football, I mean, you know, the mess, the the way, the the, the where the, this takes a completely different turn. How serious are the potential punishments here? Well, minimum, well, three years, isn't it? I mean, just just betting on football. I mean, we're talking three years and so hefty fines, and three years for a footballer. I mean, that's that's the end of your career right there. You know, three-year ban, and and it's it's that's not an Italian thing as such. I mean, I know that FIFA and UEFA are very very hard on this stuff as well. They don't want footballers to bet or people in football to bet on football games. I don't know. I don't know how it's applied. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at like even Tony who had an incredible number of bets, and they were footballing bets as well, and he mm. got banned for like seven months something was it seven months well there was from what i understand there were there were other circumstances there as well mm. um i can't remember I, I haven't read too much into i've read like bits and bobs of that but they were extenuating circumstances and of course um but the problem here is that in italy this is you know this this has this thing has history right this isn't the first time this has happened um and so obviously they they really you know they, they don't want this to keep happening my understanding is that it would be you know, you're talking two to three years if it's like match yeah. fixing involved because, because, or on your own team, um, yeah. certainly, but definitely match fixing. I mean, if you remember Masiello, I remember the yeah. former Atalanta player when he was yeah. at Barry. Now, he only ended up like, I don't know if it's if it's what he got or it's what he served, but it was like two years, two and a half years or something. Yeah. And he literally bet on his own team. Well, he scored an own goal <laughs> in a game that he scored an own, deliberately scored an own goal in order to, in order to, uh, you know, to ensure a bet went through. <laughs> look, this is not just, just an Italian match problem. That's, I mean, that's match fix. No, that is so. match fix. I mean, look, but the thing is, we've had this problem. This is a problem in, in, in lots of countries. I mean, I know in Sweden, we had a similar case with a player who played in the, in, in the, in the uh, top flight who was criminally charged for rigging games to pay off debts you know that that's that's the thing though a lot of these guys these they they end up accumulating lots of debt illegally and then in order to pay off that these these all these criminal gangs force them essentially to 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 do what you know they got them and they force mm. them to to take a you know give away a penalty or give away a yellow card or do you know what i mean like stuff like that especially the yellow card thing <clears throat> is something that that is becomes that yeah. is really. I mean, if I at. can just raise a few a few important issues, and I want to leave the whole hypocrisy over betting, the amount of betting and gambling sponsorship mm. there is. I want to, if we can just leave that for now, and we'll come we'll talk about that separately because I think that deserves its own segment. Yeah. But there's a few there's a few little talking points that, that I, I I want to raise, and I know you're probably going to disagree with me on some of these, mm. but but let's you know let's let's try and speak about this kind of calmly and 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 because I do think it is worth discussing. So first of all, um, I think that obviously the law is the law. You know, there's a lot of everyone's that are, everyone has law, to follow. There's, there's, yeah, everyone's to follow. There's laws that are fair. There's laws that are unfair, and we see that not just in football. We see that we see that everywhere. everywhere. Now, I think that personally, I, I I think that it's a bit of a ridiculous law that footballers are not not able to to bet 
Um, I can understand not being able to bet on your own team, obviously, <laughs> or even on your own league. I understand that. But obviously we need to wait and see what they're betting on first. Yeah. But if they were, let's just say that they that, that they were betting on games in Malaysia or, 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 or you know, South America or, or the MLS or, you know, football that, that, that has, or lower league football that has absolutely no direct uh, uh, relation to, to the football that they play, then, I mean, I just think it's just a bit ridiculous that we could be talking up to like three years, you know, or really, you know, should there even, should it even be forbidden for them to be able to bet on I these think games? So. I, 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 I think so. I think so. And I'll tell you why. Because football, the football community and the football world is not that big. And you could have a situation where, again, a lot of this betting is illegal. And a lot of these, these are criminal, a lot of these betting circles are run by criminal gangs. And they can, you can easily find yourself in a situation if you allow footballers to bet on leagues there and games they're not involved in. You're, you're opening an entire new can of worms. That's why, that's been the legal rationale behind not allowing footballers and people who are directly employed in football to bet on football. Just, you're not allowed to do that. Just stay away from that. Now, I do agree that if we're talking about black, I mean, we're talking slot machines and poker games and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that to me is a completely different ball game. Well, that is what, Zaniolo, I'm not sure if it's Tonali, but I'm certain Zaniolo's agent has come out and said that, or his lawyer has come out and said that that is what Zaniolo has has been betting. Well, on. the problem Obviously, with him is that he's he's bet on sites that you're not allowed to bet in if you're in if you live in Italy because they don't have a license. Yeah, and this is something the European Union is cracking down hard on because it's been such an unregulated market that and and they want to now they have to regulate it. Uh, in mm-hmm. the sense that, well, in order for you to be able to grant, you know, you be granted a license to operate, but since it's online, anyone can access it. Um, and if you go and access sites that, you know, the, 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 the responsibility is on you to know that this site, you can't go on that site and bet on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's the onus. And, and, and should so that's, that be that's a sporting a punishment? If Saniolo's caught betting on blackjack I think poker, it's more of a criminal should, thing, yes. It's a criminal, I, exactly. Yeah. So why should yeah. he get banned from football for but then betting again, on poker? Well, if, if you break the law criminally, you're going to, might, you might end up in prison. Um, and let's remember that sport, elite sports, is not a human right. It's a privilege, and these well, yeah. guys. If are he gets, goes put in prison, he gets put in prison. He can't play because he's in prison, but he mm. shouldn't get a ban. Yeah, but he's also brought the yeah, but he's also brought the game into disrepute by doing that, by doing these things. And it's not just him; it's all of them. Uh, and that's the part of this where I find so frustrating is that they. I understand that the life of a footballer is, you know, it's not as beautiful as people make it out to be. They have millions of, you know, especially young people look at numbers of followers on social media. They look at the supermodel girlfriend. They look at the fancy cars, the clothes, the, mm. the, the, the lifestyle. But at the same time, the life of a footballer, when you talk to footballers, I think I, I would not be able to live that life for five minutes it is such a dreary, boring life. No, it is. You know, they, just to, just just to, just to prove what you've just said there, Nima. I I met uh, at the weekend, just by chance, actually, a, um, a guy who is uh, a luxury car dealer, uh, and he was telling me, um, he was actually showing me some of the cars. Um, he 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 uh, he he deals and um, uh, provides cars for, for 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 lots and lots of 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 top footballers um, uh, around the around Europe, not just not just in the Premier League, but mm. around Europe. And because he he provides the cars, he 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 has the I'm not sure what you call it, where you can see where the car where the player goes with his car. It's, it's yeah, it's, okay, uh, yeah. They've got every everyone has a GPS. I mean, it's, GPS. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. Yeah. So he takes it, and he says he can see exactly where the footballers go, and he says that their footballers don't do anything. He says he sees them. They, they, they he sees them. They go to training. They go back that's home. It. They go to training. They go back home. They don't do anything else. <laughs> they don't do anything else at no, all. It's, it's a very, very like elite sports. People regimented, have this boring life. Yes, very, time. very. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it's a lot of spare time where you don't do anything, and that's why they all watch, you know, football games and they play cards and they play FIFA. And it's a very, very boring game. It's a very, very. You know, you have to be incredibly mentally strong and disciplined to not, you know, to, to uh, see, so you, you know, to, to, to focus and and. You know, 
I understand that if you are trained to live off of kicks and if you're trained to live off of adrenaline in your sport, you will look to supplant that when you're not playing and training. I get all of that. And I do think this is a, this is also a public health issue and it should be treated as such, but there is a big, but here they, you are also responsible. Everyone is to follow the law as it is, even the stupid ones. And if you don't agree with them, then you should lobby and work, you know, like everyone does when they want to change the law. Ignorance of the law is not a defense. Um, but again, yeah. I do, I, I, I think that I do have I, an issue with, I do have an issue with law. I do, I do accept what you're saying, especially when the underworld is involved with the, yeah, the illegal right. betting with yeah. the illegal, the, I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm even, yeah, but I'm even if it's legal color, this is the thing though, but they, they use a lot of these criminal gangs. I mean, there's been lots of brilliant reporting done on this about how they use these illegal gangs use legal ways to wash money, launder money. You know, oh, of course they do. Yeah. So, so it's the the way that football has tried to withstand this is basically saying, look, might not be the best solution, but no one who is employed at a club or works in football can bet on 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 football. And Italy's gone further and said, well, you know, the law you can you can bet on on legal. I, I just uh, don't think you can hold footballers responsible for that. I mean, I mean, illegal uh, drug gangs and, and and criminals use use all kinds of businesses to. To, to I know the money they use. But if you make it legal use, for they football, they use Chinese restaurants. They use, you know, no, 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 they, no, but yeah, but, but if oh my god, <laughs> well, I know that. I know. Like, I know that. Like, do you, do you do you like live in a Scorsese movie? Like, what are you <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. Who did you meet yesterday? Did you meet Joe Pesci at the restaurant? Like, no, no. I know policemen. They tell me what what the what the number one number one businesses that where money laundering goes, and they say hairdressers and Chinese restaurants. The number oh one. <laughs> That's what, like, like, this oh, is coming like, from the police, Nima. This isn't me watching a, a, a Scorsese movie. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, what I'm, what I'm, what I was wanted to say was was that um, look, I think it's it's not just. I think any most sports, from what I'm aware, they're not allowed to. The athletes and people involved in it are not allowed to bet on the sports the sport they're in, and and this is also a protective measure of those involved in order to, so that there's no pressure involved exerted on them, um, and and you know this this has been it's not the perfect solution, but it's 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 just they can't do more than than mm. this. Can I just, can I just raise allowed. one other thing, Nima? Um, is and I know sometimes I get accused of being like, oh, Carlo, he always says that we should sweep things under the carpet like the Premier League does. And and and, and I, I guess mm. I'm not saying that directly because but I you're know saying that's it indirectly. I'm, I'm, well, <laughs> I'm kind of half saying it in the sense that Italian, Itali- listen, what the point I'm trying to make is I don't want us to go overboard with the punishment here and start banning start banning Zaniolo and so obviously we don't know what, what the best yeah, well, is. But, exactly but, so we need to wait for that. But I'm saying, I don't want us to go over the board and start bet, start banning these players for years and years mm. for, for something which, number one, I don't think, you know, if we look at all the problems that are, there are in Italian football, right, I see this as, as quite far down the list, uh, you know, if it's just, you know, poker and blackjack and betting on games in Malaysia. Yeah. Like I would I would put that way down the list of the problems that, that need to be solved in, in Italian football. Is it worth destroying our league further? Is it worth destroying the, 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 these players' careers and, and, and the clubs? And again, the image and, and PR of the league over something which, okay, it might be against the law, but if it is just... <laughs> betting on poker and blackjack and, and betting on Malaysia. Is it is it really worth, you know, destroying the league over something? But it's not which- being destroyed. This is the thing, though. Like, the problem is this, that Italian football, like, it's it's a big organisation, right? There are people who, who are following it. They're doing their jobs, and I'm glad that they're doing their jobs and, and, and trying to get rid of this element. The problem is that the other side, the people who should be running the PR, the marketing, all that stuff, they're not doing their jobs, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So I, I don't see a, 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 like a problem here. Right? Uh, the, the issue the pro- is that the issue for me is more than anything is that <sighs> make it harmonize reality with with the law and, and the sense of what do I mean is like either you either you ban gambling altogether online and you make it all of it illegal, which they can't do. 
but if but if you're but if you're going to have that allowed, I don't understand the the the, the correlation between someone playing blackjack online with why they sh- you know okay i understand if it's an illegal site that's not licensed that's a different thing that applies to all citizens every human being in in, in italy and sweden and everywhere right i'm talking about from the sporting side i don't understand if it's if the if if the issue is playing on blackjack and playing online slot games and poker and stuff like that i don't think that's big it's that big of a scandal i think it's stupid that they went to an unregistered unlicensed online site and i think they should be fined for that but i don't see the scandal but if I they agree, bet I agree. on Although football, they would have done it because they're not they're not allowed to bet, isn't it? Yeah. So they well, they can't yeah. bet legally because they would be found out. They would yeah. be, well, well that's know, well, then be, that needs to be I mean, for goodness sakes. I mean it's that 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 that's silly. Like I, I again I understand that they're not allowed to bet on football and I support that one hundred percent. You shouldn't be able to bet on the sport you're working with. I, I just think that's just common sense. You you have that in finance, you, you have similar regulations everywhere, right? I get that. But this notion that they can't play on like the, I don't I don't see what this has anything to do with the sport. I, I just fail to see no. that, and and I don't see so so. I think that from that aspect, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, because what no, frustrates me, what frustrates me, Nimmin, just to butt in here is is I just feel like you know Italian Italian football just loves blowing up a scandal, right? <laughs> just they love they love blowing it up as much as they can and doing as much damage as possible with it. You know, and that's the issue I have. And and like you said, yeah, the other side of Italian, they're not doing it. You know, I was speaking to someone last night um, about this that, that that's in Italy and actually works with the league uh, and deals with clubs and agents. And he says that he said to me, he said they um, Italian football just just needs to be seen to be doing something. So they bring out a scandal every now and again, and it makes it look like they're they're actually doing something. When in reality, they're actually not doing anything positive to, to, to improve the league. You know, like you said, the, the infrastructure, the no, state infrastructure is a joke. The, the, youth, the youth crisis that we have, the academies, which Zola has been going off on one about last week, rightfully so. The television crisis that we have with television revenue and being able to sell TV deals and the marketing, of course, which we, me and you talk about every mm-hmm. single week, which is just embarrassing, you know. Um, so the only time that they are seen to be doing something is when they're when they're doing these, when when these scandals come about, and then they blow them up, I think too much. Uh, and you know, again, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be doing this. You know, you're like you say, they're doing their job. Um, but I just feel like this is all they do. And when it's all they do, I mean, what hope does Italian football ever have? It's just negativity, negativity, negativity. It's not. Mm. There's no creation. It's just destruction. And that's mm. that's, I guess no, that's, that, the, that's that's the frustration I have. No, that that is frustrating and it is annoying, and and the fact that they don't, the, the there's no other side to that is is a bit. Mm. Also, can I just it's, ask you about Fabrizio Corona again? I know, uh, you, I know you touched upon him, but I think we also need to, you know, again, we need to see what comes up. But I think we need to just take with a pinch of salt, kind of what to believe, because there's already some holes in his stories. I don't um, believe a single word that that man says. I'm yeah. sorry, he's been he's. The, what he said has turned out to be true on Fajoli and, and a couple of more. But other than that, I don't believe a single word that that man says. Well, Zaniolo, obviously it's he said, she said. But Zaniolo, he said, he, he said that Zaniolo bet on a game that he was in the Roma squad for. Um, now, Which... obviously, that's, been, that's obviously been denied. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if he bet on Roma. If he did, regardless of the exact... <laughs> details he's in trouble but he's in there's trouble. already a hole in that story because he said he bet on a game when he was in the Roma squad and actually the, the game in question Zaniola was injured he wasn't in the squad but this at is all. what he does That's he always one. does this mm. he always says this but he's actually not... holes in his Fagioli story as well he said that um, Juventus didn't take Fagioli on tour to America because they basically tried to you know cover it up or try to you know, deal with it in house to start with, uh, and um, but that was a lie as well because Juventus went on tour a week before he actually spoke to Juventus. Um, so, so that is uh, so that, that those dates don't add up either. I mean, and then also the, the Zalewski thing. He named him, didn't he, um, Nicholas Zalewski, and the 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 you know his his team his his entourage have come out and said that. You know, he was in. It was just he was in the WhatsApp groups, but he hasn't done any betting at all. He was just in a WhatsApp group where, where, um, where they were discussing it. Apparently, so he, he's done no betting either. So there's already, you know, 
lies or incorrect information. Yeah, but this is what he out. does. This is what he always does. And and he because he, he knows that when he does it, when things are, he stokes the fire because he he gets you know short term gain from it. But then mm. he knows that people won't pay attention when 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 he gets sued and and has to walk, walk it back and retract. I mean, this is this is this is his mo. He's been doing it for twenty years. This isn't new with this guy. He's a he's a scumbag lowlife. Let's be honest. We're talking yeah. about one of the most despicable human beings in in all of Italy. Um, and it's not new, so that's what I'm saying. I, I, this notion that he's a—he's not a journalist. He's—he's he's a. No, and Boniek said that. Boniek um, uh, said that. He said, uh, you know, he's not—he's not a journalist. He really, no, but he isn't. He said, I quote: Fabrizio Corona has been described as a journalist. Fabrizio Corona is no journalist. This is a man who received a 13-year prison sentence for many different things, including blackmailing people. Yeah. It's it's true. If he's found lying again, he should be sent back to prison because he's destroying people's lives. I mean, these players, if they get, they could potentially get banned. You know, let's just say Italy don't qualify for Euro twenty twenty four because <laughs> because they lose to England on on, on Tuesday, which possibly they, they well they probably will lose to England to be honest with you. But you know, they would have had a much better chance of beating England if they had uh, Tonali available and Zaniolo and, and, and all these guys. But yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's doing a lot of damage to the Italy national I just team. love how you want to focus on not losing. That. Like, that's the, that's the focus. <laughs> that is my focus, yeah. It's my, my main focus. Is <laughs> I don't want the Italy national team being, being, being uh, weakened by, by this. That's yeah. Carlos' biggest gripe in life. No, I want to qualify. It's not the England game. I want to qualify for the Euros, no matter. Of course, <laughs> you know? of course. Of I want to qualify for the Euros. But these guys could miss the Euros now. But, yeah, but, yeah. but you know... Imagine that it all comes out that you know this was these were lies or it was only blackjack or, or, or something. You know, I remember the Euro twenty twenty twelve. Domenico Crescito got sent home from the Italy squad because of a betting scandal, and he got found out that it was all lies. It wasn't true, and he missed the tournament yeah. from it. And he's very well, bitter about that. Actually, yeah, well, he should. Yeah I, I, yeah, I know, and, and yeah, I remember. And what, that. what happened to the what happened to the newspapers that printed these lies and, and, and nothing? And he had to miss the, the tournament. I'm not even well, sure if he ever in the tournament. The, yeah, well, the, the problem is that it, Italy, that they need to... Ch- I think there needs to be some legislation here as well. Lawmakers need to step in and basically clarify, together with the sporting authorities, what is the deal here. Like, again, and, and this is a nice segue to our next thing, I think it's ridiculously hypocritical to watch a betting company's name together with the Serie A every week in, week out, and they, I mean, it's, football is making so much money off of betting and then at the same time wagging the finger. I just can't take that seriously. Look, if you don't, if, if you want to stop, if you want to take a stringent stance against betting, then you have to go all the way. You have to put your money where your mouth is. Absolutely. You can't I mean, football, football is permitted and surrounded by betting sponsorship deals and, and advertisement of betting companies. I mean, it does more... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it must do more than any other industry advertising and promoting yeah. betting around because the world. Because they're liquid, they're cash. They have cash on hand. Lots yeah. of other businesses don't. These guys, they are all liquid. It's bizarre that that is the case, Nima. Yet it treats its own staff or its own workers so so stringently and strictly when it comes to betting and basically bans them from, from, from doing it. And I understand the reasons why you've, you've explained that. But, but you know, it, it's the, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense that you can be that stringent. Yet football is dominated by betting sponsorship, and you know when. But it's when, not just in Italy; it's everywhere. I mean, I. I well, find actually, it's Italy's so... one of the better ones. I mean, England. When when even Tony mm. was banned for illegal betting earlier this year. I mean, I remember that. I remember. Yeah. I remember the discussion. Yeah. That half of the Premier League teams, I think nine of the of the twenty Premier League teams at the time, had betting sponsors on their shirts. Yet here they are banning even Tony for, for betting. Um, you know, I'm not even no, sure I mean, if it's it illegal. It does look weird. It, it, it looks weird that it's basically it, it's not a good look, and it, it, there there is a little bit of a logical somersault. As we, we call I do that need to clarify speech. though, this Nima, this is important though. Italian football is in, when you compare it to, to say football in English football. Italian football has tried to crack down on betting sponsorship in in Italian football. Five mm, years ago, the dignity decree was passed into law by the Italian par- Parliament, and that. Uh, banned advertisement of gambling and betting companies uh, in 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 uh, well within 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 football. Um, if we're talking about football, um, but the, the issue with that though um, is that Italian clubs then actually like skirted around the issue by 
they, they instead they, they would advertise in sports sports uh, news sites that allowed you to bet. So they indirectly, they still allow you, <laughs> which is so classically Italian. I, it's, just, um, it's the most Italian thing in the world. Oh, yeah, well, I'll, you know, I'll do the sideways, the, the sideways hustle. Like, it's yeah. it's like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> and you've got cryptocurrency as well, but that's another that's another issue altogether. Mm. The other thing, though, Nimmer, is we're talking about addiction here, and you said about Fajoli, mm. he clearly has addiction problems, and there's also that's... been reports, although we can't verify this, that Tonali is in the same position, that he has a real addiction problem. Now, if you want, if football really wants to help these 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 uh, these addicts, and there are those that say that I've seen quite a few people come out and say that we shouldn't be we shouldn't be punishing severely punishing people like Fajoli and Tonali if if they are found guilty of this. Instead, we should be helping them as addict addicts rather than severely punishing them. But if football really wants to help these these addicts, these 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 gambling addicts. Um, then having all this betting sponsorship, I mean, it's, what, what, it's, what do you expect is going to happen? It's a ticking yeah. time bomb. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, this is the thing I mean about the, the ridiculousness of it. I mean, of, of, in football, of, of them saying, I mean, it's in their face every finger. minute. I yeah, mean, what, what do you expect them to do? I mean, if you know, if anybody, if you know, a, if you know an addict of any kind, and I know gambling addicts, right. And I've seen, mm. well, I think everybody will, will know somebody that of has had their do. life ruined, ruined. Or, or worse or destroyed by by uh you know i know people that have lost their house over yeah. that gambling bets okay right let's let's move on to the italy national team now and first of all let's start off with a review of uh, the game against malta on on saturday evening uh, italy win 4-0 against bari um two goals for for domenico baradi a goal for substitute davide fratesi but the one big story of this game nima is the really beautiful story of the comeback of of Giacomo Bonaventura, who hadn't played for Italy for for over three years, uh, he comes back and he scores the opening goal, and what a goal as well! A brilliant yeah. goal, a champion goal, as Luciano Spalletti scored, where he kind of did a a curler from the edge of the area into the into the far top corner. Um, and that's a beautiful story, isn't it, Nemo? No, it is. And he's probably the most informed Italian player right now. Um, I think we said last week, or I think I'm pretty sure we both said, or I know I said that, you know, I think he's going to start. And, and, and I think he, it's, it's right that he starts because he is the most informed player in, in all of Serie A, and probably the most, you know, together with Berardi, the most informed Italian player. Um, and it is a beautiful story. And it's really cool to see. And I think in this system, in Spalletti's system, like I said, I think he can be Spalletti's Zielinski in lack of other options right now being ready to take on that role. We've been talking about Pessina doing it, but he's not quite ready to do that. Jack Benaventura is ready to do that right now, and he's and he's doing it really well. So I'm, I'm really happy for him. Um, and I think he's, I mean, he's not, how old is he? He's not too old, is he? 34. So, well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that, that's like, that's the kind of age where you're like, well, he's ready now. Um, and if he can have one of those amazing seasons um, where he just he's just good this this nine month period and he plays at this high level because we know the quality he has uh, he's just not been able to express that consistently uh, throughout his career but I mean if he can have one of those seasons then that's good for Italy because I think he he does have a role to play in this um, in, in in this system I really do think so at least. For now, given that there are no other viable options to play that kind of Zielinski role in the Spalletti midfield, yeah, if he could maintain the the, the form that he's played at the moment, I guess we'll have to see how he does, uh, you know, against the bigger teams. But um, it was a lovely story. He also did dedicated the, the call up and the goal to his father, who only died uh, yeah. recently, um, as well. But um, but yeah, he is he is he has been an underrated player, I think, in the last in the last years and he was unlucky also to be at Milan at the time when they were just a bit of a joke <laughs> at the time so that was a little bit unfortunate um, but I mean other positives from this game I mean obviously Berardi scoring two goals um, I didn't think his overall game was that amazing but you can't complain the two goals that he scored were two fantastic finishes especially that first one which has become a little bit of a um, kind of vintage Berardi goal now hasn't it like curler from the from the right into that into the to the far corner, um, I think Moisa Keane. I think Moisa Keane did all right. I mean, he he. I think he got better as the game went on. I mean, his his uh, Spalletti seems to like him. Like he's aggressive. The pace, his pressing, um, 
you know, he's a handful. He puts himself about, he, he forces errors from, from the defenders. And he, he officially got two assists, although kind of not really assists, but officially they were assists. Um, I am personally, I know Zakani's now been, been um, withdrawn as well. So he won't be available for England game. Personally, I prefer Keane to, to Zakani. I would, t- I would take Keane over Zakani because I just think that, yeah, okay, technically not the best. Awareness is terrible. His passing is not the best at times as well. But he, he's a handful, you know, and, and, he, and he puts teams under pressure. I, I prefer Keane to, to Zakani. Personally. No, I, I think, yeah, no, look, Zakani, when he's in form, can do a useful job, um, but he's not really in form right now, in my opinion. So maybe now leave him out. And Moise Keane has been playing really well, both, you know, at Juve as well. So, and he offers Paletti this kind of tactical flexibility that he likes. So, no, I, I definitely mm. think so. But, yeah. But uh, the, the, I mean, the other positive is the defense conceded nothing. Uh, just one mistake by Di Marco, which which Bastoni rescued. But apart from that, they conceded nothing. Obviously, they're playing it's a very poor team. So, I guess you would expect that. I think the pressing was good. That that that's my biggest. That's the the, the one thing that I take collectively that I take from this game that that I'm um, that that I thought was good. Like you can see that is the one thing that you can see that Spalletti has brought to this Italy team is that they're winning the ball high, they're winning it back fast, and their pressing is really good. Um, and if there's nothing else from these attackers, we know we're lacking quality in attack, especially with Chiesa out as well. That these these three guys, they're very good pressers. Keane, Raspadori is fantastic presser, uh, and Berardi as well. I mean, these guys win the ball back. So that is something that that I think is been has been very good, uh, certainly in the last two games under under Spalletti, uh, and also Odorji coming on for his yeah, debut, I was which, say is, that. which is lovely, uh, and he got really assist as well. Yeah, no, I, I was happy to see to see that as well. I I was really really happy to see him come in and and uh, and and show what he can do. I think he's going to be really important. Um, and of course, Fratesi scoring again. <laughs> yeah, um, which is nice. So, no, it's nice. So no, no. My, look, my biggest got... negative was was one. We we I mean, until Bonaventura scored, we 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 were creating nothing at all. Uh, and even until Berardi scored the second goal, we'd, 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 that would be the only thing we'd done all game, which was a moment of magic from one event. So it wasn't through collective play, but you know, in the end, in the end, we won. Um, the 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 state of play, though, I want to I want to talk about that just so, so it's clear where we stand going into the um, the England game on Tuesday, because this match against England. Um, for Italy, um, really, unless Italy win, in my opinion, it makes no difference whether they lose or draw. It, it, it's not going to make any difference. And, I t- and I'll tell you why. The situation as we stand is England are top of the group, played five, 13 points. Italy are second in the group, played five, 10 points. Ukraine third, played six, 10 points. So they played a game more. Macedonia fourth played six, seven points, and then Malta bottom of the group, no points after after six games. Now, Ukraine have got Malta also on 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 Tuesday. Now, we're going to expect Ukraine to win that game. So they're going to go up to, to 13 points and Ukraine will have one game left in the group and that will be against Italy on the uh, at, at home, strictly at home, or that will be at neutral venue in the fi- final game of the group. Now, Italy's remaining games are... England away, obviously, on Tuesday. And then they play Macedonia uh, uh, at home uh, and in the, the November uh, break. And then Ukraine away three days after that in the same same international window. Now, if if in Italy were to lose against, um, against England on Tuesday, assuming, of course, that Ukraine beat Malta, which I'm sure they will, um, that means that Italy, if Italy beat Macedonia at home, they will be level on points with with Ukraine going into that that final game, but Italy will be ahead on the on the head to head because because they beat uh, because they beat uh, Ukraine at home, which will mean that Italy will will need just need a draw uh, in that game against Ukraine in order to qualify for Euro twenty twenty four. Ukraine will have to win now. If Italy were to to lose, well, sorry, were to draw with England, then assuming that Ukraine. Uh, again, Ukraine beat Malta and that Italy beat Macedonia. Well, Italy will go into that game against Ukraine um, one point 
uh, ahead of of Ukraine, which will, doesn't change the dynamic at all. Italy still needs to draw, and Ukraine still needs to win. So it makes no difference whether whether they win. The only way it will help England, uh, Italy is if Italy beat England on on Tuesday, and then they beat Macedonia, and again, assuming Ukraine beat Malta, then Italy will go into that final game against Ukraine three points ahead. And what that will mean that is, assuming that Italy go into that game with a superior goal difference to. To, to Ukraine, which I think they should do, unless Ukraine no, get a massive. Do. Well, it depends. Yeah. Ukraine could get a massive win against yeah. against Malta on Tuesday, but assuming assuming they do have a better goal difference going into that final game against Ukraine, that that will mean that Italy will be able to 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 afford losing by a goal against Ukraine. It will mean Ukraine will have to beat Italy by two goals yeah. in order to in order to if that makes sense, because the head to heads. Uh, it will come down to head to head, and and Ukraine will have to to get a better than one goal difference. Yeah. If it's a one goal win, then it will go to goal difference because that's the next the next yeah. uh, that's what happens next. So basically, the point is, Italy should just go for the win against England. Yeah. Go for the Agreed. win. Go all out for the win because it makes no difference really whether they whether they draw or or they lose. And I think I and I expect that I expect Spalletti <clears throat> to to prepare for that as well. Um, I think he'll field his strongest eleven. Uh, I mean, he will field his strongest eleven against England. He didn't do that against against um, against Malta. I want to see. I want to see. Um, I, I want to see him play. Uh, I, I want to see Udoji from the start. I want to see Barella step up. Um, I, I, I want I want to see Italy go for it, and and I want Italy to dominate, um, and 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 in, you know play their game and really put themselves and you know show who they are under this under this Spalletti. Uh, you know I, I want to see them. Uh, I want to see them show what the, the, their metal. I want to. I want them to show who they're made of. I want to see Skamaka starting. I want to see. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to see. I want them to to take the game to England because England have nothing to play for, really, if we're perfectly honest. But Italy can actually get a really good morale boost if they give a good performance against. I mean, beating England at Wembley is always beating England at Wembley, and England are one of the best sides in the world. So, I, I really want to see them go for it. Yeah, no, absolutely, uh, and it's is. I think it's going to be a difficult game. I'm going to be honest. I, I I think Italy have a lot of. I mean, they're decimated. Italy. They've got a lot of a lot of players out, uh, and the attack. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure how much quality we've got in attack to to do damage in this game. Um, it is going to be very very difficult. We I want Scamacca to start. I want him to score his first two goals for the Italian national team at Wembley. Um, <sighs> For, I'm not for, sure. See, that's see, that's. A, I'm not sure whether I would start Schumacher in a, in an ideal world. If he was fully fit, if he was fully in form and sharp, then yes, I would start him. But I'm not sure how how fully fit and sharp he is. He he's been in and out with injury this season. Obviously, his this whole year has been bad for him with injury. I don't know if he's ready for this game. I'm. I'm not sure. So, I mean, if he's uh, physically, I mean, if he's called up, he should be physically fit to play. But, but some to start part. to play the majority of a game, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't impressed massively by him when he came on the other night either. Um, so I don't know. I think that's a difference. See, I don't think that, that who game he plays up front is going to be. Is is going to? I think Berardi definitely will start now. No, Berardi will definitely has to start. Um, the other so, places, I don't think there's. Uh, it's, it's for, for certain who's going else is. For me, it's Scamacca, Raspadori, Berardi. That's the front three I would go with. Um, I would start the game with those three. Uh, in midfield, Barella, Locatelli, um, and probably Fratesi. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think I you would, need Fratesi's legs in this game. And... You do someone who can run. And I'd probably play the same defense, barring, you know, I'd start Di Marco, actually. Because well, you'd bring it. Would you not bring in Acerbi instead of Mancini? Surely you play Acerbi next to Pastoni against the, mm. against Harry Kane. I mean, ba- I mean Acerbi. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Acerbi's in, been insane in every single time he's played against. But I think Kane probably Kane in the away game did a job on the Italy defense. Mm. He was brilliant in that game. But other than that, Acerbi, his record against the best strikers in the world over the last couple of years is insane. I don't think there's a better, honestly, don't think there's a better defender centre-back in, in the whole of Europe who has a better 
better record against, he- the record than a Chevy, against the best player. I've seen him against Lewandowski. I've seen him against... Haaland, um, Jesus. Haaland, Haaland um, against... Uh, who else? I mean, he's there's there's some other ones as well. well. He's done I'm some thinking. ones done done pretty good against Osimhen as well. Osimhen, Giroud. I mean, his, Giroud, his, his record is amazing against the, the best the best. 99s. I just think like I love Destiny Udoji, but I'd probably start Di Marco if you're starting Skamaka. I think if if Skamaka doesn't start, I'd start Udoji. Like it's 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 one of the two. Um, and yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? That one because one. But, but also you got Di Marco's to remember that Saka, left foot and crossing like. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, no. Saka's out for England. Yeah, I know. Um, so you know, if Saka was playing, I'd maybe go with. I'd maybe think about um, a dodgy more because um, yeah. because I watched them in the in the North London derby. And he did a really good after a difficult start. He did really really well. Yeah, he Saka. worked himself into the game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, uh, but 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 Saka's out. Um, I mean, the England team. Uh, that, that's going to be interesting to see who they play behind Kane because because obviously Saka's out. Um, Rashford's not been in the best of form, um, so I mean, at the moment, I think they're, they're thinking it's going to be uh, Foden, Bellingham, and Madison as the three behind Kane. Um, Someone like I mean, <laughs> Jude Bellingham. Madison's, Madison's been in great form this He's season. He's been unbelievable well. for yeah. Spurs. Like it's mm. <laughs> that is a fair, and Foden is Foden. We know what he can do. He's such a talented player. Um, no, Bellingham. It's Bellingham a shame, is... Maguire. It's a shame. Sorry, it's a shame. Chiesa's not fit because. Yeah. Uh, because England don't have a left back, like Southgate's mm. not even called up a left back. They've got Trippier playing at left back, so someone like Chiesa could really, oh, he, could have really fit Federico Chiesa could do all. Yeah. But I'm starting to get annoyed now. This is the second international break he's pulled out of. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on there. Like it's, it's starting to annoy me because Italy need him. I know, I know. Um, that, that's a huge blow. That's a huge blow because yeah, but we saw. Mm. Yeah, but I guess this is the, this is what happens, isn't it? After ACLs, you get you get knock-on injuries um, that, that happen. I just hope this isn't something that's going to be consistently, you know, he's going to get lots of injuries now going on. Mm, agreed. Uh, I really yeah. hope not. But, but you know, he's been reasonably fit for Juventus um, this season. Well, anyway. that's what it's I mean. Just, it's just it's, the Italy games. He's been, he's been well, missing that's, the Italy games. That's what annoys me. And it's like, well, you like, know, they need to manage like, him more. And especially yeah. with a Juve that's only playing once a week. I, I, don't, I don't understand what they're doing. Mm. It's, it's frustrating. No, it is. It's very, very frustrating. Um, yeah. Well, let's see. It's, 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 um, it's, it's England's chance to qualify uh, and um, chance for revenge for, for Euro 2020 final for, for England as well. It's crazy to think. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day that from that Euro 2020 final, I believe there will only be three Italians left from that starting eleven in the Euro 2020 final that will start this game. That will be Donnarumma, Di Lorenzo and Barella. And that's it. Mm. I think I think I don't think I've, I've missed anyone else out. Mm. So that's, um, you know, Chiellini, Benucci. Yeah, no didn't there. start, did he? No, Locatelli didn't. So he came on. Yeah, um, Emerson, was the, Emerson was the left back. Barella, yeah. Jorginho and Verratti in midfield, they're not there. And then up front, it was Immobile. He's not there. Uh, Insignia has gone, and Berardi started. Did he? No, he didn't. No, he came no, he on. Didn't. He came on. He no. came on as a sub. Yeah, when Chiesa got injured. Um, mm. So yeah, so yeah, that that, that, that this kind is of what shows was, the turn this is, Well, yeah, it is. But at the same time, I would probably have Verratti in this game. I would. I think it's well. Yeah, it's interesting, it? isn't it? When when um, Tonali was was withdrawn, he decided to call up Ricci. Instead. Well, I love that. Of course, <laughs> you love that. You love Ritchie. But yeah, I, I think that someone like Verratti probably could have done a job. But then I don't know. I haven't been following him in Qatar. Yeah, has he no, played no, yet? No, that's he, fair. He, that's I fair. don't know. I don't know what, no, no. what's going on there. It does feel I'm a like little bit it. surprised. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, it's a bit annoying. Not surprised, but it's a little bit annoying that Retegi is gone, Immobile is gone, Kiers is gone. Like, it's, it's just. Mm. Like in the, in the, in this game, like when you when you oh no, they've got a... tons of players out Italy for this mm. game. Let's, let's not let's not let's not forget that you know, especially when it also remember when it comes to having options off the bench, then yeah. then that oh, it's becomes, that becomes, Italy, really that becomes a problem. I mean, even El Sharari has been recalled. I mean, <laughs> I mean El Sharari in twenty twenty three in the Italy uh, national team. I mean, you know, so it, yeah. we we are decimated. Let's not pretend. And Pellegrini's out as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's annoying. It's annoying. But no, I mean, Italy should, uh, I really want them to go for it regardless, because I think this could be kind of a, a learning experience as well for many of these young players. 
Um, so, and yeah, I, and like I, I said, they is... might as well go for it because a, a win or a, sorry, a draw or a loss, it, it makes no difference. As, as, you know, it makes no difference at all. So we, we, um, we might, we might as well go for it. And, and who knows? Who knows? I mean, uh, England, uh, yeah, Italy can get the first goal that that might play on England a little bit. And, and, um, Oh, I want Skamaka to shut everyone up. Oh my God, how I want Skamaka <laughs> to shut everyone up. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's just the thing is, I really like the kid because I really think he's a unique kind of striker that Italy have not been anywhere near of producing for for a generation. And I think the talent he has. Please, can you start expressing that? Because he's he is technical. He's big. He's strong. He's technical. He can. Yeah, shoot he's got all feet. the definitely got all the technical, physical qualities. Has he got the mental qualities? Um, mm. What is it? Also, how does he move around the pitch? Like he needs. Yeah. To, sometimes I feel like he needs to. His movement needs yeah, to be his better. He's a, needs to yeah, yeah, he's a bit static. Yeah, he's a bit static, and I think yeah, Spalletti's yeah. definitely can improve that. Oh yeah, that's, that's something Spalletti can definitely work at with him, mm. uh, and mm. I guess Gasparini as well because it, it, Gasparini is very yeah. much a. A, a, a manager that likes players to move around, don't, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. So that is, I think that is what he needs to improve. Stop, don't be so static. Don't be Mario Balotelli and just stand there and wait for the ball to come to you. <laughs> you know, he needs to... Uh, uh, yeah. This this international break has and been And get rid mad. of the neck tattoo as well. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave the neck tattoo. Leave Italian Ibra with a neck tattoo alone. Um, look, this international break, speaking of Balotelli, him and Ibrahimovic going at it as well. I oh, mean, this yeah, I love has that. been an absolutely batshit international break. I, I, I'm, you know, I remember the international breaks were times where, 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 where moments for us to kind of relax a little bit, but it's been absolutely mm. mental. No. I, I can't do this. They need to chill with the, with, with the international breaks. Like I, The next one needs to be boring. Seriously. No, no it does. But, it's, but remember, it's not going to be, to be because it's Italy playing Ukraine to qualify for the Euros. So <laughs> Lovely. Not gonna, Lovely. Not right, Lovely. okay. Let's just finish off with Baggio and Prem Face of the Week. Okay, Baggio. I mean, what are we thinking? Bonaventura for, for Baggio yeah, of the Week? Be. has to be, yeah. Yeah, for me, for me, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, the story, everything about it is, is, um, is, is, has to be. And, and also he's such a, he, he's such a great character as well, isn't he? He's such a, I don't know. Mm. It's just some people have, are very charismatic and he, he just comes across as really charismatic. I mean, the way he celebrates and the expressions on his face when he celebrates, I, I really like him. It's, it's, um, no, and it was a very good goal and it's a nice story. So yeah, give it to Bonaventura. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Prem Face of the Week. Do, do you have anyone? I've got one. We'll go for it. Yeah, our Prem Face hunter, Samuel Ventures. Thank you, Sam. He's, <laughs> our, he's, our, he's our man. <laughs> for, for, he's our, our, our chief uh, inspector for Prem Facery. <laughs> um, yeah, so Henry Winter saying after England beat Australia that, uh, that, that England will smash Euro 2024. Uh, and and also used as evidence the fact that an Australian Australia player had said that as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think Australia are a decent side, but I mean, I wouldn't go. Look, I as I've said, I, I have England winning the Euros, and I've had that for quite some time. I mean, I've, ever since twenty, you know, the World Cup in Russia, I said England, this generation of England players will win the tournament. I think twenty twenty four is the year when they'll do it, but I don't. But that's because I've been looking at it from a couple of years and how they've been developing in Southgate in this generation. I don't think the Australia game has anything to do with that. <laughs> it's just it's a silly thing to say. And this is this is what I mean. This like these they they just they say anything for effect. Do you know what I mean? Anything like mm. just momentarily. There's no analysis. There's no thought process. It's just bow. Do you know what I mean? Like just smashing out big letters on mm. on the back pages, front page. <laughs> it's just it's so. It's so lowest common denominator, isn't it? It's just, it's just so, ugh, mm. so tabloidy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so tabloidy. It really is. Can I just, just to finish off, I have to say, I've just, just opened my Twitter mentions now, and one of our patrons, good friend of ours, Majin Tenshi, says have you have to make, that? you have to make Nim a badger of the oh, week for, for his performance <laughs> on um, on George Galloway's show on Sunday evening. I have to second that. I was in, I was in awe. I don't, I don't, I don't want us to, to make. No, it let's not go I don't that. want us to be a political podcast. But no, no, I just no, want, I want to say everybody, everybody, listen to that. I mean, Nimmer was was absolutely <laughs> was absolutely magnificent. It was well. It was, thank you, Magine, and thank you, and and yeah. I mean, it's been very very kind to everyone who's 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 got in touch. But I don't. We Carlo and I don't want this to be. We don't want to. We we want to stay within the topic that we talk about, and in the context of Italian football and football general, we will talk about issues. 
Um, but yeah, whenever they come up, we're not afraid to, but we don't want it to turn into a political debate or an arena. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, right. Let's leave it at that. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday for the Q&A. Uh, until then, ciao, ciao.